Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to Following On. I'm John Norman and today bring you an exclusive interview by one former Yorkshire and England cricketer to a current Yorkshire and England cricketer. TalkSport's Darren Goff sitting down with the man of the moment, Johnny Bairstow, to discuss a whirlwind 2019 for the batsman at three World Cups coming up in three years and where he believes he should be batting for England. So, uh, fresh from his match-winning innings in the first T20 and without further ado, sit back and enjoy a 20-minute chat here on Following On as Goffey meets Johnny. Johnny Bairstow's looking in good touch and Johnny Bairstow has turned this one and given it an absolute clattering. Johnny Bairstow, he goes to 51 from just 30 deliveries. It's been a sparkling innings from him. Can he manage it at number four? Well, yes. Wide and shot. Oh, what a shot. Bairstow. That is incredible. Johnny Bairstow now has his highest score in T20 International, 69 from 39. Bairstow standing in front of all three stumps. Shot. The bat in the air, he has <laughs> smashed it, smoked it, absolutely crunched it over long on. It's in the building side. Shot. England are in front in the three-match series. Johnny Bairstow, take a bow. Well, we're very lucky uh, uh, today to be joined by um, a very good friend of mine. He's been an ex-teammate, very young uh, teammate, and that's Johnny Bairstow. And he's speaking to Talk Sport, and he's live from his base in Cape Town. How's bubble life once again, Johnny? Because you've been now in a bubble ever since probably, what, the start of the summer? Bubble life, Buffy. I'm not sure you'd have survived it. <laughs> There's no way Goff would have survived bubble life. <laughs> um, yeah, bubble life again. It's uh, it's all right to be fair. Cape Town's an amazing place. Um, you've obviously been many times. It's it's an amazing place when you are allowed out. But at the same time, we're very lucky to be staying where we are. 
uh, and been looked after very well over here. Um, it's a lot different to what it was in uh, in England in many ways. Um, wake up in Cape Town looking at Table Mountain rather than uh, looking over a cold, dark, miserable um, Old Trafford sky. But uh, no, it's not too bad. Well, it's always miserable, isn't it, in Manchester? Um, Battle of the Roses and all that. But I mean, listen, Johnny, it's been, a, it's been an interesting uh, year, let's be honest. I mean, 2019 for you was a superb year because obviously you're part of that successful England side, win the World Cup on home soil, um, Ashes series, and then 2020 has been all, almost like a, we've been lucky enough, but the ECB have got some cricket on thanks to West Indies and Pakistan for coming over. Uh, but what a difference in two years it's been, Johnny. Yeah, it's changed. I think the world's changed. Um, as you say, we're very fortunate that the ECB have uh, done a, a heck of a lot of hard work in order to get any fixtures on full stop. Um, international cricket, the government and everything to get uh, and allow international sides to come over to England um, is a huge credit to the amount of work that the uh, doctors and uh, and everyone at the ECB have, have done in order to accommodate those teams coming over. Um, I think the cricket that we put on last summer was was brilliant cricket, um, although we didn't have any crowds, which is a thing that definitely gets a lot of people going. It's the thing that motivates people in many ways, especially when you're at, at grounds and uh, adapting to that for, for many was different uh, and, and difficult at times because, um, as, as I said, that's the, that's the bit in, in some ways when you're uh, looking to search for that extra maybe a couple of overs in your spell like you'll have, you'll have done it uh, many times. That's the bit that gets you that gets you through and that's the bit that properly resonates with the fans, with the teammates, with everything like that. When you're really digging deep to to go into the dark places as a, as a bowler or go into the dark places when someone's potentially around the wicket or if you're not feeling great in the middle, uh, gets you through those tough times. Bairstow waits with his bat raised in this almost baseball style and this again, he's played on as well! Oh, he's bowled him! Holder it straight through, Johnny Bairstow! Roach again bowled him! Johnny Bairstow's long and patient and determined vigil comes to an end. That may well have been an inside edge, but it was full and straight. Been a strange one. Um, we talked about it many times on um, radio and I'm sure you've heard people talking about it. You lost your test contract which is obviously disappointing uh, for you so you've had to concentrate on the one day stuff um, which you've been travelling around the world doing, has that been a difficult period for you to adjust to? Um, yeah it has um, because with the two different bubbles going on and there wasn't any uh, liquidity between the bubbles, uh, between the red ball and the white ball bubble to be able to go and then go right well say if someone got injured or, or whatever if there was a test match, say, a week after the last T20, would that have been possible to go um, after the ODIs of the T20 back to the Red Bull bubble? Who knows what, what it may have been. Of course, it's been uh, tricky to adjust to that because that was the first summer that I hadn't really played any Red Bull cricket other than a couple of games in between playing uh, those for Yorkshire, uh, which I really enjoyed going back and playing with the lads. Um, it, it was great crack. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been different, but who knows what's on the horizon? Who knows what uh, the next six months, twelve months, eighteen months holds? Um, as you say, the last uh, twelve months, eighteen months hasn't necessarily been ideal with that side of things. But 
we've seen how quickly that can change as well. And hopefully um, in the future uh, that does change and maybe I get uh, another chance uh, within the, the Red Bull stuff. Yeah, that's definitely something that I would like to hope at some point in the future, performance dependent. Uh, naturally, there's, a, there's an opportunity that arises. So the best of fire is still there. You still want to play test cricket. You've not given up any hope of that whatsoever. What do you feel as though you have to do, Johnny, to get back into that test side? I think just every time I go out, I think just performing. I think you've just got to keep scoring runs. Wide and shot. Oh, what a shot. Bearstow, that is incredible. If you're scoring runs in white ball cricket, in ODI cricket especially, I think that we've seen... Uh, there's been opportunities uh, to to potentially go from that into into Test cricket. So look, that's that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to score runs each time I go out there, and then uh, look, the rest is is things that are out of out of your control. And I don't think mm. worry too much about that. I'm, I'm sure you yourself when you played worrying about the the things you can't control is um, is difficult at times. But also, it's it's things that can eat you away if you worry too much about it. So concentrate on your own performance in the ODIs and, and the T20s is the main thing. Johnny Bairstow, he goes to 51 from just 30 deliveries. It's been a sparkling innings from him. Can he manage it at number four? Well, yes. I think the questions that uh, England wanted answered have probably been answered. Johnny Bairstow, you can bat him wherever you want. Do you think, Johnny, um, the way I look at it from the outside, I think sometimes flexibility... Uh, can cause problems. And, and what I mean by that is that you can bat anywhere in any batting lineup, and you've proved that. You've batted at one and you've batted at seven, right? So do you, when you look at your game, in all forms of the game I'm talking, not just test cricket, where do you want to bat? Do you want to bat at seven in test cricket? Do you want to bat one in ODI cricket? Do you want to bat middle order? What, where do you see your best role? Not necessarily where you will end up, but what do you see for your best role? Oh, I think that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? I think that if we look back over possibly the last three years, you look at when we went to Australia, there was people that weren't in that squad that are now back in the squad. If you look over the last couple of years, there's obviously an exciting group coming through as well. So I think that that's something that changes um, over a period of time. When you're talking about where's your ideal place, I mean... Your ideal place is um, where you've scored the most runs, where you've contributed the most, where you've affected the game the most. So, as I, as I say, that's that's not in, in my hands currently. I, I'm sure you can appreciate that that's difficult for me to answer. I'll let yeah. you, uh, when, I've, when I've hung up the call, you can, you can discuss that. <laughs> Don't worry, we I'm will not. discuss it. You're an, um, on, you're, an, you're an ongoing discussion, Johnny Bairstow, whether it be Test Cricket or One Day Internationals or T20. So, um, on that, I mean, this series now, you've talked about players coming back in. We know in One Day Cricket and T20 Cricket, England are absolutely an amazing team. They've got so much strength in depth. We've seen players coming back who have not been in the squad for many, many years. We've seen a player in Milan who's ranked really high up in the rankings. I think he's ranked one, isn't it, Johnny? And it might, he might struggle to get into the starting eleven. It must be great when you have actually got that competition within to get a place in the starting eleven. Yeah, and I think that's a very fortunate place to be in. We're talking about England in a, 
um, a white ball team uh, that uh, have so much competition. And I really think that that comes from um, the journey of the last two, three, four years. And I think that started back when Morgs had the vision with the white ball side, in the, especially in the one-day side to start with. And then it's continued. And the, the opportunities that have arisen, especially over in the IPL and playing white ball, uh, franchise cricket around the world to enable people to go away and play in these competitions. I think that that's um, fast-tracked a lot of people into understanding their games with t- 2020 cricket. And like you say, there is competition for places. I mean, you've got like Wokesy Rooty that are not in the T20 squad currently, but they're integral parts of the ODI uh, team. So now pick the bones out of that. <laughs> pick the bones out of that. <laughs> Um, it's uh, it's amazing, and yeah, each day when you're at training, you're watching people, and you go, oh, "That's good." Or someone might be watching you, and they're going, "Geez, how do you do that?" And continuously developing and learning off each other is is a huge bit of it. Oh yeah, that's good. He plays that shot particularly well, Johnny Bairstow. Oh, Best is taking the mickey now. He, he's just picking spots. Target pads there. Best goes downtown. It was frowned upon the players going round and playing in these leagues all around the world. But you've become one of those players now, Johnny. I mean, you're, you're much sought after, whether it be in the IPL. You're going from uh, South Africa to Australia, aren't you? You're going to play in the Big Bash. Um, yeah. So you enjoy playing in these tournaments? And do you feel as though... It's taken your game to another level. You see the game differently. It's a new thing for me, to be really honest with you. Obviously, the IPL, I played in it last year, but that was the first um, proper nudge at franchise cricket I've really uh, had. I think that I'm really excited to go over to Melbourne to play in the Big Bash. It's something that I've always wanted to do. Mm. Um, It's an amazing place. Uh, The cricket over there is, is always very, very competitive and that's that's something that I'm really looking forward to. If I can get through the 14-day hotel isolation, <laughs> um, where you're not allowed to leave the room, so hopefully that all goes that all goes fine. But I think it it, it does because you're learning off other people. So, for instance, in the IPL, obviously Trevor Bellis was uh, was coach, but you've got Bhuvaneshwar Kumar that's bowling at you in the nets. Uh, you've got Rashid Khan that's trying to knock your hobs over every other minute when you're trying to just nudge and nerdle it for uh, one, two, or trying to whop him for six, and that's harder than you think. <laughs> um, and then, and then on the other side of it, you're opening the batting uh, with Kane Williamson or David Warner, and uh, those guys have got such a wealth of experience all around the world in Test cricket, in One Day cricket, in T20 cricket, and you're picking snippets out of them and their games and and how they go about. Um, accumulating different scores about building different innings, whether that be uh, in T20 cricket, because you watch the way that Kane plays, he just expands his game from test cricket into mm-hmm. his T20 cricket. So learning off these kind of people, whether I'm just making an example of us at, at Sunrisers, but there's many examples in different teams and how that will have happened. So the likes of Tom Banton going across to Work with Baz McCullum at KKR, with Morgs, with Pat Cummins, with Andre Russell. The list can go on and on and on. It's it's surely going to help England in the next six weeks, six months, six years. 
I think it, it, it works both ways, though, Johnny. I really do, because what happens is, back in our day, and I go back up to our day, it was almost like it was a surprise when you played against the opposition. You didn't quite know their game. You can look at videos, you might see a weakness, and you can work on it. But with you guys now, travelling all around the world, in those dressing rooms with mixed people from different countries, you all work out each other's weakness as well, don't you? I love that, you know, back in our day. <laughs> always ask hey it yeah. will always come out of the bag <laughs> uh, back in our day we did this <laughs> um, but, but you, do you know what I mean I mean so, yeah, so like you you, you, you see Kane Williamson play now you see David Warner you see them every single day and David Warner when you're playing against Australia another Australian player he's telling you that guy's weakness where you should ball him because he's the captain and he's going to want su su success isn't he yeah, of course, but that's where you're ever evolving your game. So a perceived weakness might actually, from their side of things that you may have seen in the net, mm. might actually be a strength of yours that you've had over a period of time. Uh, and likewise, um, a strength that they may perceive might be a bit of a weakness for you. So they may try and go there and, you, yep, okay, you might have bowled, I don't know, a couple of bumpers and that might be your perceived weakness, but then you bop a couple on the head and then it's like, Oh, where'd you go from there? So um, I'm sure you'd have been setting people up left, right, and centre. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about him here. Boom. Thank you. I'd have been writing it all down, Johnny. But don't worry, it'd, <laughs> it'd have been in my cricket case for future reference. Carlos Brathwaite. Carlos Brathwaite. Remember the name. History for the West Indies. T20. It's a massive, massive couple of years for you boys when it comes down to the T20 side. Um, you've had success in the World Cup, which was brilliant. So proud um, as, as an ex-player, but England could win that World Cup and the way they won it. But T20 now is the focus for you guys, really. I mean, two World Cups in, well, what is it, two years? So, fantastic opportunity for this team. Exactly that. It's a great opportunity. I mean, you look back at um, when the guys unfortunately lost against the West Indies in the last one. Uh, to bounce back the way that we have done in white ball cricket and then go on and win the 2019. But like you say, it's an opportunity. It's something to go one step further. It's something that drives uh, individuals, drives a squad, drives a, uh, an organisation to be excited to be going and playing in potentially three World Cups in three years. The 2020 World Cups and then the, um, the, the, uh, the ODI World Cup at, at the back end, of which two of them are in India. Um, that's that's something that doesn't come around very often, um, and the the buzz and the energy that the group of players uh, have and will have uh, is is really really exciting um, because we have a chance to again affect history. Uh, mm. At the end of the day, you have a chance to which England side has gone and won a, a T Twenty World Cup and in India, which and then Australia and then back to India. There's there's not many teams that could potentially do that. Uh, to retain a, an ODI uh, World Cup would be unbelievable. A 50-over World Cup to, to potentially be contenders to retain that in a couple of years' time. Um, to be going into a, a T20 uh, World Cup, hopefully at the end of this year, as potential contenders. That's that's huge as a, as a side, especially when you're talking about going over to the subcontinent. 
Mm, absolutely. I'll tell you what, Ollie Stone looked like you were bowling quick in those uh, those games. Yeah, it's fantastic to see um, Stoney back and, and bowling, uh, bowling well. He's got himself into really good nick and um, if he can stay fit, obviously he's been um, unfortunate with his injuries, uh, obviously with his knee and his back and, and everything that, that went on. Um, I mean, you've seen him more than uh, more than most Goffey in, in the pace in which that he bowls the uh, the ball and the height and, and the bounce that he gets um, because he's not someone that uh, as I, as I say you'll know more than me but collapses his front knee he really he really goes over the top of his front leg and uh, the bounce and the, the pace he is able to develop from that um, along with uh, the seam movement he presents the seam really nicely and nips it both ways so he's, he's someone that's going to be a handful for, for whoever mm. Johnny uh, thanks for joining Talk Sport mate best of luck whether you bat at one, two, three, four, five, or 6 I'm sure you'll do us proud uh, best of luck to the team cheers Goffey thanks ever so much for having us on and um, hopefully we'll catch up soon our thanks to both Johnny Bairstow and Darren Goff for their time today and if you missed any of the interview you can listen back at any time on the free Talk Sport app For more big-name interviews, match reaction and in-depth analysis, make sure you subscribe to the following on podcast, available from Apple Podcasts, Acast and Spotify. Thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.